welcome back again to the Shut Up and Do It podcast with Rowan Shan. Today we're actually going to talk about capital gains. And if you tuned into our last podcast about positive and negative properties, Ro mentioned the term capital gains several times. And I thought, hmm, this would probably be good for people to hear about because I myself Hmm. don't fully understand it. So I think, Ro, it's time to share your wisdom and tell us a bit about capital gains. Sure. So so this is the the component that a lot of people actually don't um, talk about because most people talk about the buying of the property, the the renting of the property, and and with property, it's not a it's not a short term game. It's it's a, it's a long game that people are playing, right? So so capital gains comes at the end when you have an investment property and you sell it, you have to pay tax on it, and based on how much it's grown in value, you pay a component of tax. So so what you're saying, if you don't mind me interrupting, yeah. you buy a property, for example, two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You hold on to it for years to come yeah. and you get it valued, you're ready to sell and um, the real estate person tells you, I reckon we could sell this for 450000 Yeah. So it's that gain in value that once you sell that you're taxed on? Exactly. Okay. Exactly right. So now there are a couple of components to this, right? So with that, it's, you know, it, it's done as part of your tax return. So, so if you sell a property at the start of the year, then you get whatever money you've got. And then when it comes to tax time, that's when you get charged the, the capital gains, not when you sell the property, okay. right? So the trap that um, that some people fall into is that you, you sell it, say in maybe July, right? So so for Australia, our tax season is is in July. So you, start it, you sell it at the, at the start of the tax season. So you collect your money. And then you go and use that money and, you know, some people spend it. And then you, you come to the end of the tax season and then your accountant says to you, well, you've got, you've got to pay capital gains. Now, that's, that is a component of the, the sale of that property. So, and sometimes it, it can be 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand. Yeah, that's you know, what de- I was curious depend- about. Yeah. What is, you know, we talk about it, we give the definition. But what yeah. are we looking at in relation to dollars? Yeah, and here in Australia also, it varies from state to state, right? Because that, that capital gains, the capital gains in Victoria, there's a certain math that they use in, in New South Wales, Queensland, and the rest of the states. There's a certain math that they use towards calculating that capital gains. Now, if you search online, there's a number of tools that will that will allow you to, to plug in the, the value that you bought the property and the value that you sold the property and it'll spit out, okay, this is the capital gains that you would pay. So you can calculate that. But that's not the end game. Um, there's, there's more to it than that. So if you've made enhancements to that property, so, so say for instance, you, you've bought a place and you've extended it or renovated it and put in new bathrooms and, uh, and we're talking substantial Renovations. We're not talking like a, a quick paint or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're talking stuff that it's 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 got a decent value to towards that. Yeah. So you've fitted out the kitchen or you've redone yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. Not the little things like carpet and paint. That's right. Yeah. So that the and and this is where an accountant really comes into their own because if you have all those pieces of paper, so with every property that you've got, I cannot stress how important it is to keep all of your dockets, all of your invoices, 
scan it, do whatever you need to do to make sure you've got that. Because all of those things, your accountant will look at it and determine whether that shows that you've enhanced the value of the property. So say for instance, you know, you've gone and spent like 50 grand on upgrades to a property. So if you bought it at 200, you spend an extra 250, potentially they'll calculate their capital gains from 250 to what it was when it was sold, Mm -hmm. right? So it's an important thing to, to keep in the back of your head to keep all of those things, regardless of the, if the property is like kept for five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years, those two, to a degree, can be used to reduce capital gains. But even, um, you're talking about the big renovations here, mm-hmm. but even things, for example, the small things, like yeah. which I've been doing with the Ballarat property, you know, mm-hmm. um, the paint, the cutting of the trees, the mm-hmm. new heater, even those small ones, although it doesn't relate to capital gains, those things are very important to keep too. They, they are, yeah, because all of those are, are deductibles, deductibles, right? So, so you will, over the course of the, the period, like the 12 month period where you do your tax returns, those are the things that you claim as deductions. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why- All receipts must All be receipts kept. must be kept, right? So, but, it, but it's not an enhancement to the place. It's, yes. it's, it's part of maintenance and, and running the place. Yeah. So typically that doesn't factor into capital gains. No, definitely not. Yeah, but I just wanted to give a shout out for those listeners. Keep all receipts. Some will be used for uh, deductions, but yeah. with regards to the big ones, which we should be talking about, as I diverged, mm-hmm. capital gains. Yeah, but every receipt is, is useful. And and I guess um, even with like, you know, some there are some changes to to how properties are managed and there's there certain compliance things. And these the, these are things that will, will always come at some point where, be it as a result of it the property actually needing some work or be it as a result of some sort of regulation change, you will need to do something to that property. And and I guess um, at some point we'll, probably one of the, the podcasts that follow, we'll talk about um, deductions and um and, and negative gearing in, in more detail. Certainly, I, I've mentioned it in the book. And yes, plug, plug for those for those that are listening. Yes, that's not another plug for, for shut up and do it. But um, but all receipts and everything that you do on the property from the day that you have it to the day that you sell it is useful and can be used in some way to 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 I guess get get a return on your investment. Mm. So let's just sum up and also I suppose. Let the listeners keep in mind that that is gonna there is gonna be a time and it could be as large as 20, 30 grand. So once you get that cash from a sale of a house, perhaps not spend it all because when that tax time comes again around, there's That's money to be paid. Exactly. So so make sure that you keep keep something in reserve mm. for, for that period because it will come and the tax department will chase you. And rightly so. If you if you haven't paid your taxes, then yes, they will chase you. So so just be aware that capital gains is something that you will need to pay once you sell a property. And consider. Hmm, absolutely. Because if you have a few properties and you get a bit too frivolous, that could really put a, a damper on that journey, isn't it? Hmm, absolutely, yeah. Rise and fall. Hmm. Well, yes, we're, we're bang on time. And yes, once again, um, from Shannon and I, Thank you for for listening and um, shut up and do it.